Welcome, everybody, back to another podcast. It is the GFY podcast with your host, D20, and myself, Deluxe Four. That's right. And if this is the first time you've listened to the GFY podcast, go back and check out some of our other episodes. We've had some amazing guests. You can follow us at Podcast GFY on Twitter and Instagram. We've listened to you guys, and today's guest is one that a lot of you have wanted on the podcast. It's our boy, Joel, Nobody Epic, and we talk about his life and what he's got going on here in the near future. So what's new, my friend, Joel Beans? Uh, not much. Uh, just, I, I wish I had something. Uh, damn, you're hitting me with the hard questions first. <laughs> hard ones right out of the gate. Yeah, I know. Don't you hate when you're at a family gathering? They're like, what's new? It's like, my life is the exact same as the last time I saw you. So I'm trying to invent something. Uh, yes. I got, uh, I'm got a haircut recently um by the way where do you go do you go to... somewhere else for that or do you does megan do it because i know megan she's uh no oh no wow. no i go i go somewhere oh, oh okay megan wow. Have the time wow. for that you ever no. been to sports clips, I, oh, and i wouldn't i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to put my i guess if someone's like good at doing hair in you know they're the i i have a friend who his girlfriend cuts his hair but i, I wouldn't want to put my uh like spouse in the position of oh, do you like the haircut uh it's all right. Like, really? It's all right. Oh, I still got the scissors. Yeah, how can we fix this? Say goodbye to the little bit of hairline you had left. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I only got so much to work with, dude. I need a specialist. Yeah. No, it ain't that bad. Contracting people. Are... No, thank you. You're not. You, I appreciate you. You that. hate yourself a lot for your hairline, but your hairline's just fine. It fits you, so I'm I'm cool with it. You know, nothing okay, a pair of glasses can't that. can't hide a little bit. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I I do. I don't need. I do have perfect vision, so I don't. I don't need glasses. I I do have uh, fake glasses that I use for uh, videos or just bragger McBraggers. Yeah, okay. Them? Are they? Yeah, are I, they... I don't mean to. I don't mean to brag, but yeah, perfect vision. Are they some of those ones that don't even have lenses in them? Or are they? Yeah. Well, they have like glass. They have lens. They have glass in them, so I guess oh, okay. they. You know, if I'm outside and a pebble flies through the wind and it tries to go in my eye it's like oops i'm not blind but I, then i'd have to be wearing the glasses which i never wear them so i guess it's a waste exactly. of money exactly did you think are, that are they're just like wear a... sunglasses yeah so it's getting to yeah i wear sun I, I do wear sunglasses i i i actually i wore them a lot uh growing up too when i was, I was younger i don't like uh especially since when I'm I was young. taller than a lot of people I don't like looking people in You're the eye. You're closer to the sun. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, as, as a taller person, I'm closer to the sun, so I have to be cognizant of UV rays and a lot of things that uh, people uh, below me, such as uh, both of you guys, uh, don't wow. have to think about. I'm not even but, six but foot, bro. We all, have our, we all have our battles in life. Oh, I, I couldn't even imagine. Couldn't even imagine. <laughs> trying, to, trying to remember back to when I was five years old. Yeah, basically, how old were you when you were like six foot? Like my, oh, I actually saw this recently because my we were looking through a baby book with my mother, and I'm trying. To, I just saw the number recently, so I'm trying to remember uh, what it was. I believe I was uh, like twelve. Or like around tw I was either twelve or because I, I think I think the, the book said Joel is six one, thirteen years old. Jesus mm -hmm. Christ! Is that when you like hit your big start? Because that's when I hit my like I did not grow after ninth grade, so I've been the same height um, since ninth grade. 
between so, so this so I had two other tall friends in my class, and I, I went into the sixth grade with those tall friends, and they were both taller than me, and I was the third tallest kid in my school. And then between the the year between sixth grade starting and seventh grade starting, I grew five inches, and I was I went into seventh grade as the tallest kid in the school. So geez. that that's I'd never I'd grown five inches. I grew five inches in a year. Um, and then I didn't really have a spurt like that again, but I kept growing until I was, uh, like 20, 21. Well, five inches in a year, doctors must hate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even, that was probably before the advertisements were even invented. I, I, I wasn't allowed to be on the websites back then, so who, who knows where that comes from. Well, speaking of the hard-hitting questions, uh, in the past year, something big has happened in your life. I think anybody that follows you knows so the question everybody wants to know is, what was the transition to Facebook like? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. No, you became a dad over the last year. So kind of give us an update on that. What's going on with that? Yeah. I mean, it, it's going well. Uh, I, I haven't dropped my child or anything, and I, oh. I'm, I feel like a pretty – uh, you're not a real dad father, then. So that means you're not picking it up at yeah, all. Yeah, you ain't a real dad if you go and drop them. Yeah. Uh, my my dad dropped me plenty. I love my dad. <laughs> I love my dad. He still loves me. I love my dad. But yeah, I'm in a wheelchair. Love me. Man, he's cool. Yeah, it's whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's a it's a major life. Ch- it's funny because it's such a major life change, and yet so many Time-wise, people right? experience it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. I felt it's weird to say it, it's, it's completely transformational and then not transformational at the same time because it's something that, um, we were like Megan and I were, you know, fully prepared for and thinking about as, as it, it was happening. And, you know, we, it was, we wanted, we got married at the years we said we were going to get married to each other. And then we had kids around the years we said we were going to have kids. Cool. So I, I, I I certainly have a lot less, you know, free time. I mean, I haven't been <laughs> playing many video games with you guys, so yeah. I, I, I definitely uh, feel, especially with her in school full time, feel uh, more of that responsibility than I ever have before. But it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. All right. So, um, so kind of what's your what's your daily plan kind of go by? Like your what's your day look like? What's Joel's day so look how- like? So I'm a really deep sleeper. I can sleep through, uh, like anything. So, um, Megan does not trust me enough yet to, uh, be like overnight. Cause so first when my daughter, um, was born, he wasn't sleeping for more than three hours straight. So we were sleeping in shifts. Okay. Um, and it would be like one person's the overnight shift tonight. And then the other, we would do like four or five hour shifts. But now, my daughter uh, sleeps. I have a lot of other friends with kids because uh, I'm the age where people have kids. And uh, our daughter sleeps about as well as anyone I've heard at her age. Like she's had over five nights where she slept for eight hours straight. Uh, but she'll wake. I mean, she'll wake up on occasion. And Megan's such a light. Megan's like the lightest sleeper in the world. Like if the wind's blowing too loud outside, I think she she can't sleep. Uh, so she she'll wake up with her at night. But for the most part, she'll uh, she'll sleep straight through the night. And I'm the one that gets up with her in the mornings because um, Megan, you know, doesn't, like I said, doesn't trust me to wake up if, uh, which I, I don't know. I feel like I would, but I haven't been tested yet. Uh, so Megan, <laughs> will, Megan like does the permanent, if, uh, if anything happens overnight, if she needs like an overnight bottle, um, on occasion, if Megan's feeling really tired, I'll get up with her at like 4 a.m. But normally it's me getting up between 5.30 and 7.30. 
with uh, Sienna. And then we'll just, you know, I'll feed her. We'll hang out for a while. Then Megan gets up between uh, 9.30. And if it's a really rough night, like sometime in the 11 o'clock hour. And then we both eat breakfast. And I will usually start streaming uh, in the early afternoon. And then I'll take a break. So, like, some days, like today, Megan's doing homework today. It's a Sunday. She's still um, in school, too. So she's getting her master's degree. Jesus, so dude. Okay, so she's got a full-time job. Now. Getting a master's degree, taking care of the kids, and taking care well, of you. No, no, no. She, what? she. Oh, Jesus! What's well, going no, on here? Right. Right. She's not at work. Raising she's not, two kids. <laughs> she's not working. Okay. Oh, so she's yeah, not working. Dude. She's, I mean, okay. she's amazing, but she's not. Yeah, she's. I. And then I think, yeah, we just. That, I don't think she's going to go back to that uh, other job. So I. I don't know what we're gonna. That's kind of like an interim thing right now. I didn't now. know that. I don't know what I we're gonna. Okay. Do about that. Yeah, I mean, well, it's happened. It's pretty recent, but because we we weren't really sure we we're gonna do that. But yeah, it is. It is a lot to handle the the, the kid and the school and the the job. It's hard to you got to pick and choose it sometimes. So I don't know. She might. I, I think she'll work again before she graduates because she graduates uh, like next spring. Yeah. But we we haven't really figured that part so, out yet. I haven't seen you or Megan in a long time, and uh, the first time I saw you guys, I knew that you guys were gonna be really good parents just because of like the little things how you like talk to each other the way y'all always are seemed to be like that was something i remember early on when you and i uh first became friends you had put megan like up there in your priority list and you pretty much in my opinion have put her first all the time and now that y'all have a kid it seems like from what i've seen from the outside is y'all put that kid first a lot of times for everything and it just seems like Y'all are going to have, like, a. it probably isn't 50-50 co-parenting because it never is perfectly, but it seems like mm-hmm. y'all do a really good job. And I would love to see you guys in, like, real life parent the kid because it's just a different – you see different people turn into different kind of uh, adults when they have a kid. So uh, I'm very proud of you guys, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see you, Thank you anytime in the future to see, you know, what kind of parents you guys are, because I think – Y'all would be pretty awesome parents, so that's pretty cool, though. I'm proud of y'all. Well, well thank you. Because yeah, I know y'all's I, yeah, journey. We'll to... Y'all's journey is pretty cool, though, too. Y'all, y'all like, met each other in high school, all, all that stuff, so that's pretty cool. Well, we met right after high school. It was okay. freshman year of college. So okay. it was, yeah, it was, it, we, we went to high school very close to each other, but had never seen uh, each other up until college when we actually went to college across the state, and we happened to be there. And that was, that was one of the things we bonded over. It's like, oh, you went to high school here? Uh, it's like, oh, have you ever been to this mall? Yeah, that's my <laughs> mall, too. Is <laughs> uh, so, this McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. How did you meet uh, her? Did you, like, in class? or uh, What was the deal? No, we were in the same, uh, we were in the worst dorm on campus. Like the, this is like the shit dorm that no one wants to get in. Uh, it's like a hundred years old. It was Where all the murders a, happen. <laughs> yeah. It was probably, it was probably like the contingency plan for if the Soviet Union bombed the, the, the you know, the, the, the United States, then everyone's going to that dorm because it exists at that time. But, uh, the, we were in this dorm and I was, it was co it was a co-ed dorm. So yeah, guys that. were, guys were on, um, even I don't I don't remember how it was because right I was wing the left wing she was on the fourth floor yeah yeah well, it was something like that I don't yeah. I don't remember the setup but I was on the second floor she was on the fourth floor her and her roommate made cookies that were really gross cookies and and then they went to uh, <laughs> they went to pass them out they weren't very good she's a much she's a very good cook but these were not these were not high effort I I'll, I'll assume her roommate high made effort um, by the way Joel is uh, a cookie connoisseur they had yogurt in them. 
Yeah, I, I don't I don't know what this recipe was, but they were so they didn't they didn't, well that's why they were passing out the they went to the guys' floor to start passing out the cookies, and, uh, and uh, that's why they were passing out because they weren't they didn't like the taste of them. Otherwise, I mean, if I had a bunch of cookies I liked, I wouldn't be passing out to strangers. Uh, but anyway, I uh, I don't know. I was socially awkward, and she came. They, our door was open because. A lot of people throw over on the floor, and she like there, her and her roommate, like, you want these cookies? I was like, yeah, sure. And I took one. And then I saw um, someone on her floor, her roommate the next day, like a group that she was walking in, uh, walking to the, uh, like, lunch area in to get lunch. And they're like, you want to come eat lunch with us? Because we saw you yesterday when we were passing out cookies. And I was like, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to, I'm also going to eat lunch. I guess I was. Were you doing YouTube and, at that uh, time, by the way? No, this was two years before i did YouTube, okay, okay this is 2009 um and because i didn't start until 2011 on youtube um but then we meg and i just happened to sit next to each other and we were talking about like so where are you from and like i said it's it was on the other side of the state so there wasn't a ton of people there from uh the middle of michigan like we were and like i think mid- we hit baby. it off uh, talking about all that stuff yeah, that's, cool. and that's and then we had a baby uh, ten years later. So <laughs> ten years later, did you? Uh, I don't want to say did you make the first move, but did you like? Were you the one that asked her out, or did she kind of like, like almost? Well, make I, yeah, you? I asked her out, but okay. I mean, I felt like it's like you know, you. I, I feel like you. You know, if you ask someone out and you don't know what the answer is going to be, that's kind of a bad sign. I, I felt like I knew what the answer. Okay. Not to be arrogant, but I felt like, <laughs> like big deal, don't no me. <laughs> that's the ultimate L, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, awesome. a, that's kind of that's a funny thing about like marriage. Like a, a marriage proposal is so funny because it's like the biggest question you ask. But uh, most people, if you know. don't know the answer to it, then that's a really big problem. Like it's a it's a it's a question you ask that you should know the answer to before you ask it. Have you seen right. those uh, yeah, videos people. of people that like propose and they say no? But I saw one the other day where the dude got down on a knee and he basically opened up this ring box but there was nothing in it. she's like there's nothing in there she's like he's like yeah i know f you because you cheated on me with blah 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 and he was just he was just going off on her. and all her <laughs> friends and stuff were there and they were all shocked as crazy and then it turned to like a world star <laughs> thing and they were like what the? and they were just like <laughs> yelling and screaming, you stupid b and just like the berating this girl is crazy yeah I don't know. No, I I missed that one. You'll have to. Uh, I'll link you. I'll lend that to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I miss, missed that one on my uh, my before bed YouTube viewing. <laughs> but it sounds like a trip. You do that too. I literally watch YouTube videos to fall asleep. I'm not even joking. Uh, yeah. I I mean, I not all the time, but it's certainly I I watch a lot less uh, TV than I did as a kid because you know there's entertaining. more entertaining yeah. and less uh, less. Time, it takes less time to watch YouTube videos. What are you watching? I watch a lot of Rust videos. I know ZZZ. Uh, and then sleep for sure. yeah. I, I watch uh, comedy. I watch comedy. Yeah. You know what I watch a lot? That I watch like I watch like chiropractor videos because I I I have a kind of I have a bad back. Yeah. Well, like yeah, stuff like that because I have I've like always like been a really anxious person. To, it just especially even after I, I'll do anything or like talk. Uh, like, like play games or so just anything where I'm talking a lot. I, I do get really anxious, and I also have a really bad uh, back, and it, it does cost money to like go to the chiropractor and stuff. So sometimes instead of going to the chiropractor, I'll watch I'll videos watch of video. people like getting a chiropractic adjustment, and then it doesn't really make my back feel better, but maybe it does in my brain. <laughs> so just relax. I, I can't watch anything like I can't watch like a funny moments video before bed. Like that's. I couldn't watch anything that was too high energy. Adjustments. I, yeah, I'd honestly rather watch a, a video of, of people laying drywall. That, like, just something like the most boring thing in the world. 
Gotcha. I don't know. It's really weird. Yeah, I watch it a bunch of... It makes me super uh, hard, too. Like, uh, just people, like, fixing cars and stuff like that. I don't know. I, d- just... yeah, I do lo- I like stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. It, 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 uh, like, like people, yeah, you know, uh, shoe restoration videos. Like, someone gets some 1985 Jordans Never seen or whatever, that. and awesome. it's like, I'm going to fix these up and, and mix and, and make, like, the leather all nice again and repaint them and stuff. Just weird shit like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm at the age where HGTV is much more appealing to me than, like, Comedy Central. <laughs> uh, watch, yeah, watch. Well, I feel like it's funny. The, our friendship group, uh, like, the stuff we used to, like, watch and talk about. And now I feel like at least three of us, maybe maybe the majority, regularly watch HGTV. So <laughs> yeah, even clearly, it's like, and he's, he's, like, the youngest one. And he's like, yeah, I was watching uh, yeah, Property Yeah, I was watching Brothers. Property Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you think that girl's hot on Property Brothers? Brothers? Yeah, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Two dudes the whole time. He's like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) I know. Dude, I was at the the more things change, the more they stay the same. I was at the dentist, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I know it's kind of funny because y'all are just talking about it. But I was at the dentist getting my teeth cleaned last week, and uh, I go in. And the girl, you know, they always make small talk with you. They're always like, "Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's what's new? Blah 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 blah." Yeah, we talk like the whole time, and you got like they got a tool yeah, in your mouth. Like, exactly. Hey, like, so it's awkward. Like, like, very you get some good. suction going there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in, and that's all going down. But there's HGTV on. They have TVs in there. You can watch while you're getting this thing done. And I totally zoned out like two times on her because she was asking me questions. But I was very interested on this like HGTV thing that was going on in the TV. I was like, what channel is that, by the way? Because I'm going to go home and finish the rest of this. But um, I, I found myself <laughs> like being like, rude. A, a VCR tape? <laughs> yeah, the VCR tape. Yeah, yeah, but I, I just thought it was I, funny. Can I tape I like, the rest of this? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get, get my worth. <laughs> Set my DVR. By the way, my teeth were <laughs> it's like, you're perfect. Done, you're done, sir. No, I think I'm going to sit here. Well, actually, that's not how it works. There's, uh, there's appointments. I'm, am I paying you or are you paying me? How's this work? Okay, so I'm paying you. So I think, I'll I think Joel made a good point. Yeah, I think Joel made a good point. I think it might be better for you to just watch people get their teeth cleaned. It's cheaper that way. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and then you low, feel like your mouth got cleaned. <laughs> low key, last time I, uh, uh, I went to – I went a – Five-year gap between going to the dentist in my in my twenties. It might have been six years actually. Uh, and I was always I never had cavities growing up. Uh, I never had any teeth problems. So uh, I I don't know why I I went. So I guess you know you you just don't think to go when you're in college because you're responsible. And then we lo- I lost dental insurance because I turned 26 or whatever. And then um, when Megan got this, this full-time job, we got insurance again. It's like all right, gotta go to the dentist. And I went and. Uh, they said my, I was so nervous. I was like, I'm going to have like five cavities. I'm going to need 25 root canals. And they said my teeth were completely fine. It was completely normal. So well, like, if you brush your dude, teeth I, like I normal, you should be I fine. Another five yeah. years. <laughs> I know. I, yeah, I could have won another five years. I'm wasting all this money. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like it's like teeth are kind of genetic. Like some, they are. Some they people very are. are. Supposed to having terrible teeth. Yeah. My, uh, my mom, I up. have her genetics and her teeth are kind of brittle and hers were like, not break all the time, but chip off and and easy to get cavities than some other people. And mine were like that when I was younger. I mean, I brush my teeth every damn day, and I do it pretty well. I've I've uh-huh. done a lot better job now uh, as I'm older, like brushing twice a day if I can. Um, mm-hmm. And like it's just bad genetics. I was talking to the, actually the the dental hygienist that I was there with, and she was talking about that. She's like, I was like, dude, I just have the worst luck with you know. Um, I got my mom's jeans with my teeth. She's like, yeah, I see people all the time. It just, over time, it just happens that way. And some people, they've never had a, 
uh, cavity whatsoever. My, my little brother, he got my dad's jeans, and there's not, he's never had a cavity. He has straight teeth. I've had to have Invisalign and everything else, and he has straight teeth out of the womb. It just doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, nothing faces him. He can eat whatever he wants. It doesn't even matter. Um, and on a side note, um, I was on Reddit today, and one of the Reddit posts was talking about, hey, doctors, what's something that people don't know but you wish they would know about their bodies? And uh, if you, I was reading that one before. Were you, were you really? So I yeah. went down to that mm-hmm. one, and then like the third highest post on there was talking about your gums. Like if you take care of your gums, then uh, things will be better for you even when you do lose your teeth because of your dentures and stuff. So your dentures will be able to um, hold on to the false teeth and all that other stuff. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool that they were talking about gum health. Gum health, yeah, it's very important. And people were like, how do you do that? And he was like, just go get your cleaning done every six months or whatever you're supposed to. That's the best way of doing it um, is because they'll kind of help you out in that, that area. Plus, they'll do it the right way, and you don't really have to mess with it too much. Like, flossing is a little bit over um, overrated, but getting your cleaning from them is actually really, really important. But anyways, I thought I'd throw Did that you see the also. top post on that thread? I thought that was really informative, too. Well, was it about girls? Yeah, well, the top post on the thread said some things just shouldn't go in your rectum. Yeah, that I didn't see, the one I went in there it was talking about douching, girls and douching. So I was like, oh, okay. Oh. I don't want to know about that one. Eh, yeah, kind of, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't apply to me. We're going to hit a skip. Yeah. Now that we uh, are on it, it's to don't put any soap inside of your douche when you're cleaning your uh, vaginal area. So I just throw that out there for all you girls. Yeah, yeah so don't put yeah, soap, soap free for years. <laughs> nice. oh, yeah, soap free. Yeah. Soap free. Oh no! Oh, my douche? No, no soap, please. <laughs> yeah, hold the soap. Just please. pure douche. <laughs> hold, yeah, hold the soap. Uh, why? Wait, hold on. This is a restaurant, man. Uh, <laughs> you can't order that here. Ne- never been to one. Sorry, I don't know what you do here. Is that a water bottle? What is that? <laughs> man, this is a Wendy's drive-through. Okay. This is really weird. Just don't put any soap in it. <laughs> I, I said what I said, and I'm not taking it back. <laughs> yeah, just do your job. <laughs> I mean, you're probably going to put soap in it anyway because I asked for no mayonnaise, and you put it all over my sandwich. <laughs> you can never get it right, you know. No shake machine doesn't work. No douches. I'll never go to McDonald's again. <laughs> yeah. Shake machine's okay. always broken, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> well, uh, you're an avid sports fan, so what are your thoughts yes, on the NBA uh so far, all the free agency. That's what it's on. called. It's called a free debacle. Agency. It's, it's free, a debacle. Yeah. Well, uh, well, the off season. The off season. It's the yeah. Season. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, uh, the the most exciting league uh, throughout the <laughs> basically everything besides the the regular season, which is pretty long. But uh, and, you know, all the off season is certainly the most exciting because it's such a a, a star driven league. Because in the NFL, one player can't necessarily change a team's fortune, but in the NBA, that is. Uh, not the case. One player can change his team's fortune. So uh, when you can attract these major stars to your team, you can go from one of the worst teams in the in the entire league to one of the best teams overnight. Uh, and that's that makes it kind of uh, exciting, kind of like a lottery in, in that sense. Like the, the Detroit Lions aren't going to be one of the best teams in the NFL overnight, possibly in my lifetime. But the Pistons could be if they make some insane trade and they create cap space for themselves, which they haven't done. But uh, I don't know. I, I think it's – it's pretty exciting. Um, Are you one I, of those old school I, I, people I like, it. like me, Joel, that want people to stay on a team for a long period of time, like 10 years? Or do you no, do you, not, you like it to uh, be mixed no. up? No, I like it. Yeah, I, 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 I like – I mean, I, I like the players uh, con- controlling it more because I, I don't want to see a situation where a, 
the franchise just can do the player like make cost cutting moves and and the player isn't super competitive, but the the fran- like people are still showing up to the arenas and buying the jerseys of the player, but they they keep losing because the the owner's a cheapskate. Uh, I think in, in in a case where an NBA player wants to win, which if you're competing at that high of a level, you probably wanted to win your entire life. I, I, I think it's hard to uh, yeah, it's ingrained in you to to be to, to be that competitive to get to that level. You probably are a big fan of winning, so yeah, I, I think that in a lot of cases. Um, players should be able to to make their own decisions. But, however, there is going to have to be something changed in the new CBA where someone like Paul George is a year into a, a what, four-year or five-year contract and can just say, hey, I'm going to – like, I want you to trade me, and I'll be really unhappy if you don't. And the, um, the, the GM of the Thunder feels like he has to do that because uh, – just because the player said so. So the con- it is there. there is a point where uh, contracts do have to mean something, like they do in – real life so i think there's a balance that definitely isn't struck and they'll have to look forward to in the future i feel like a lot of them are just fickle no i just feel like a lot of players just they feel like they're unhappy all the time no matter where they go they're always unhappy well i heard a a good a good name for this generation of nba players on a podcast i was listening to they call it the the swipe right generation like the yeah the the tinder generation of nba players where it's like nothing I, i mean especially Someone like Kyrie Irving, who this is the first time Kyrie Irving's gotten to choose his own team. So that's that's kind of unique in this situation in that he's never had his own free agency. He was uh, drafted by the Cavs and he was traded. Uh, but he's he was in a situation in Boston where he said, you know, I'm going to resign here. I'm so happy here, this, this, and this. And then uh, we have a little bit of a, a contention, or, uh, like some uh, not getting along with the, the, the pl- other players and the, the things don't go the way you want them to in the, in the postseason, and then it's like, all right, I'm going to leave. So, Well, isn't that I, the same thing that happened kind of with Kawhi? Like he was sent to Toronto pretty much. and then Yeah, you know, so, he, actually... so he, at, he forces a trade. I guess the, the conventional wisdom for the Spurs is he felt like the Spurs mismanaged his injury and said, you know, you're kind of being a baby about it, so – it's it's like well I'm I want to leave then and then they trade him to Toronto, and he, you know, makes the best out of that situation. He wins the championship obviously, and then he just uh, wants to go home and go. See. We've never had a uh, a player, the best player on the championship team, leave after an NBA championship. So a lot of uh, things that have never happened before happened this off season, and, uh, and he did that. So, well, do you think they'll crazy. ever go to a time when it's just a free for all, and everybody's on one year contracts and all this kind of shit. Like, do you, do you see people? Because I mean, a lot of people. I mean, they want to get the big money and the guaranteed money because you might possibly get injured. But they also, a lot of them, want to bounce around and chase it's, the money. So it's it, kind you of know, what? I was listening to another. I was I listened to mostly. I just listen to sports podcasts, so I, I do think about this stuff all the time. I'm, my my brain is like uh, some video game stuff, a lot of sports stuff, uh, but. Th- there was a really, this really good insight on a podcast talking about when the max contract was invented in the NBA, the idea of the max contract. Uh, Michael Jordan's agent came out against that because it was invented in the 90s, and Michael Jordan is obviously a max player. But the max contract doesn't work in – it works in, in theory, but in practice it's difficult because there's not 30 max contract players in the NBA. 
there's not 30 players that are deserving of uh, the amount of money, which is in a max contract, which uh, depending on your level of uh, how many years you've been in the NBA and what type of accolades you've achieved, it can be up to, uh, I believe, like $220 million, somewhere in that range for five years. Uh, and there, there are players in the NBA that are worth that much money. LeBron James is worth more than that. Kevin Durant is worth more than that. I mean, especially when he's healthy. Uh, but if there's a max contract, then if you're the best player on, you know, the Charlotte Hornets, then you want the max contract. And, right. uh, just for example, cause that was a situation they went through and, uh, not every player is worth a max contract. So there's just, there's this imbalance where, um, the best players aren't making as much money as they should, but then there's a lot of players making probably more money than they should. And I don't know how you strike a fair balance there. I'd, it'd be sick if you could just spend as much money as you want. I guess then just Steve Ballmer and the Clippers would have the best team. Yeah, it would be, it baseball would be baseball. Yeah. Soccer. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, just LeBron James would make a hundred million dollars a year, uh, literally, um, maybe more than that. Um, but if, if an owner is willing to pay it because these guys, you know, it's their money and then there's, they, they have all these cap rules to try to create balance, but. I don't know. I just like to, as a, like a Pistons fan. There's a lot more. There's more small market teams in the NBA than there are large markets, and they just have to they have to draft well. I, I mean, that, like if you're in a small market, I, I listened to something funny on a podcast that made me laugh. It's like you know maybe maybe uh, people will uh, think twice about uh, doing like what the uh, doing what the the Raptors did, where you just get a player for a year and then they leave, or like signing. Um, Paul George, and, the, and then he leaves. Maybe they'll just say, "Hey, we'll just keep our cap space open, and then maybe we'll recruit these good players." It's like, well, no good players are ever going to come to Detroit unless they're from Detroit. Like the, the right. LeBron James situation is so unique in Cleveland because he was from Cleveland. Right. Uh, like, and the, then of course the, he goes to L.A. because it's L.A. Yeah, like if if you want to like the best the, the best competitive advantage for Detroit would be to have the richest owner and have no salary cap, and then it's like, well, I'll pay you this amount of money uh, because I mean these guys are just making. I guess it would have to be a lot more money because someone like Kevin Durant doesn't care about the Supermax contract because his contract with Nike is, you know, $300 million. So it's, well, I, I mean, know, still a million dollars is a million dollars. I mean, it's very rare that you find any of those people that are like, I mean, well, cause people sit here from, you know, from our standpoint and say, oh, well, why don't he just give up that $5 million and, you know, stay here or go there or whatever. But like, I mean, it's $5 million. Like we would never, like somebody told you, hey, I'll give you, I'll give you five that, million dollars. I'd move anywhere in the cities, world. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one of my. This isn't just in sports, but it, one of one of the things that makes me cringe is when people spend other people's money for them. So, I mean, oh, that, yeah. that that relates yeah, yeah. to what we do or or just anything in general, like uh, how someone else spends their money. When people comment on that a lot, and then I did I did say a little earlier, like you know, some cheapskate owner. But that's I mean, that's the owner's prerogative to spend that money, and that's the player's prerogative to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I hate when people spend other people's money for them. Yeah, I mean, you see it. I mean, you do see it a lot in sports because, I mean, even in the college ranks, they're like, oh, well, just go out and pay this much money and get this coach or, you know, or whatever. And, like, it's it's not your money unless you're one of the ones making the big contributions. Yeah, the big, yeah the, if you're the big donor, you, you yeah, if you're the big donor, then, yeah, that. it makes sense. Yeah. Like, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I agree that it's, it's really it's really easy to spend uh, someone's money from your 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 couch. Uh, right. Yeah. Just no, I'm making. Yeah. ESPN. I'm sitting here making minimum wage, but I can tell this millionaire yeah. how to spend. Listen, his money. I'm the best manager at my Arby's. Here's how I would <laughs> fix uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's funny. Uh, um, I saw somebody posted something early on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, but they said something about possibility of Westbrook's going to the Pistons. Yeah, I saw I saw that floating around on Twitter. There's some yeah. rumors because uh, he's probably going to want out of OKC, seeing as they're doing a uh, everybody else full, rebuild, of- full rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would would not be the biggest fan of that. Um, 
just as a I'm not, fan. Yeah, I'm not his biggest fan. I mean, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. There's no doubt about that, but that's Well, and then if you talk just talking about a dollar amount per player, the amount of money he's making for um a, you know, a guy that not the best statistical three-point shooter has won a regular season uh, MVP, but has not gone deep in the playoffs, albeit in the Western Conference, where it is harder to go deep in uh, the, the playoffs. And uh, just, I mean, I guess he did when he had Durant. But it's it's funny if any Pistons fans say they want that, they complain a lot about Reggie Jackson being a, a ball hog, and you should see the statistics on how much uh, <laughs> Russell. You think Reggie Jackson's a ball hog? You you would exactly. think he's uh, John Stockton compared to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Russell Westbrook coming here. I mean, he's, that's the old reference. But, it out. <laughs> yeah, like, wow, jeez, get Reggie back. Uh, but yeah, I, and he just makes so much. I mean, he, when more power to him for signing the contract. You know, that's that's he's going to be set for life, obviously. But when Russell Westbrook is 34 years old, he's going to be, which is when most uh, point guards are on the decline, well on the decline. He's going to be making 47 million dollars, which is uh, nearly half of the salary cap. That's nearly half of your team's allotted money to spend for. Uh, uh, I guess it'll be that time the salary cap will be larger, but let's say 40% of, or even 35% of the money to spend on one player, and that player isn't necessarily new to a championship. It just makes no financial sense. Before we get off the uh, right. subject too much, I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. the uh, draft. I feel like the NBA does a great job with the draft. What I mean by that is like their first rounders usually turn out to be pretty dang well. In football, it's so bad. They are really bad at evaluating talent. Uh, it might be because they start evaluating talent in basketball at like such an early age. Um, but I feel like the NBA does a really good job in the draft. Um, the top 10 to 15, the lottery, I should say, the lottery does is almost like, like top five. You're getting a player that's going to be a great player for your organization most of the time. I'm not saying that all hit, but I would say about, I don't know, 60 out of like three out of five usually hit pretty dang well pretty dang good because yeah and, and scheme and, and scheme and fit have to be taken into consideration a lot more in the nfl because like in the nba like you know one player can just it doesn't matter what what coach an nba team has or what what team they're coming to there's five guys on the court and if they're one of those five and they can just take over the team then you can kind of you can mold the team around them as the years go by and you see this as a, a, a talent whereas and in the NFL, you know, if if you're if you're running a three four scheme, there's certain defensive players you're you're probably not going to draft them in, in general, but maybe you will if they're they're a generational talent or yeah. uh, like you know Kyle Van Noy doesn't work out for the, the Lions and then he goes to the Patriots and he's uh, it's just this all world player uh, and this it it's a lot more scheme and fit in the NFL whereas in, in the NBA one player can just totally dominate and. Uh, Put his his will out there to do whatever he wants on the court. Do you think Zion is yeah, the, a one in a lifetime type of player? Or do you think he's just once in every? Not one in a lifetime, but I think I mean, do you see? I think I think the generational talents since two thousand are LeBron James, um, Anthony Davis. It's just in the draft, it, like that, where it, it was so obvious these people are going to go number one, and there was no way they could be talked out of it. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and then. Zion Williamson, like you can offer the Pelicans enough to not take Zion Williamson in that draft, right. whereas other years, you know, Pelicans are going to. You have like Anthony Bennett went number one one year. No, yeah, no one, probably most people don't know him if they didn't know that draft. That was even that was like four years ago. Um, but I, I don't know. I think he, I, he he could be great. You, you never know. I, I love the the players like Giannis Antetokounmpo. I'm so jealous the the Bucks took him at 15, and the Pistons took Stanley Johnson, I believe, before him. Uh, or maybe it was. KCP, but uh, did you see what he looked he was, like when he was like thirteen or fourteen? He looked goofy. Dude, he's so crazy. so wiry. Yeah, yeah. 
these these there's just some like some these NBA player bodies, especially if you, if you ever get close enough to a, an NBA court or just see these people in person, like these are not they look like they're kind of like aliens, like the way these humans are built. Like you think of the best. So like, some of the, like, Joel, the best you're like player, up there you, with them. You have the same body type as most no, of these NBA I'm players. I'm the size. I mean, I'm the size of like an NBA point guard. I, I mean, I played center my whole career. I mean, I'm like, I mean, six, you know, six, oh, well, I guess six, seven. That's more like a small forward. That's what like, I'm, how tall are I'm you? Tech, I guess I'm kind of close to the high. I'm, I'm six foot eight and probably trending towards six foot seven because getting older and I was barely six foot eight to begin with. Yeah, multiple. Depending on what the measuring stick looked like. Six foot eight. Uh, I don't even know anybody six foot eight. Videos. What are you talking about? But I, but I've been, I mean, besides you, I guess in basketball though, that's not that everyone is six foot eight, but I mean, I've, I've, you know, been near NBA players just you know, by virtue of going to NBA games and getting good seats because the Pistons are competitive or, uh, wh- whatever situation I would be just like those COD events that there's NBA players there. And, yeah. uh, they, I, I feel very small compared to, I don't know how the, <laughs> it looks to, to, I don't know how it looks to bystanders where they're looking at me next to them, but I, it, it does not feel uh, similar. I'll say that. <laughs> not even close. No. It, it, I mean, some of like the, like the, the type of, this is going to start to, get really homoerotic, but the type of body that LeBron James and Zion Williamson has, I mean, those are, those are like once in a lifetime bodies. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's, it's gotta be, fun. there's gotta be, yeah, there's gotta be somebody who like, uh, packs boxes at Amazon that has the body of Zion Williamson, but just never got into basketball for whatever reason. <laughs> but the, but the, the, the combination of getting into basketball and, uh, having the hand-eye coordination, having that body, it's, that is, it's very rare. Yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, that's something that's funny. I, yeah. I see like, I'd, I mean, I do that sometimes. I'll see somebody that's like huge, and I'm like, I wonder if they, you know, ever played like, they could have been like an offensive lineman or something. You know, if they would have, you know, had the, the drive. You know, they're probably in band or something. You know, it's like they, Dude, I'm, they, they have I'm like so the perfect glad. body type to be, you know, somebody. And then they're like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, sports aren't for I'm, me. I'm glad I played basketball in high school, and I, I mean, I love sport basketball, but I get asked routinely by strangers, this is a very awkward thing to ask a stranger in my opinion, but it still happens, if, you know, hey, do you play basketball? Because they say I'm tall. Yeah. And if I were to say no, just think about how much of a letdown that is for them. Oh, like, for sure. Like, picture that scenario. No, I didn't play basketball. Oh. Yikes. So you just what did you are do? this tall I in the world. video games. Yeah, what did you Yikes. do? You like, do? Yeah. <laughs> you're you're this tall and you didn't play basketball. Like <laughs> I, I'm glad I met somebody at PAX East one year who was six foot eleven and I asked him if you ever played basketball and he said no and I was just thinking, Man, your social interactions must blow. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that would man, you let a lot of people down when they He's ask listening you, right now. You're no. done. You're done, Joel. He's listening. Uh, right yeah, now. well I mean I told I think I told him that in the moment. I was like because I could relate to him. Whenever I see another tall person out in the wild, I never stare at him. I never, I'm like, cause we had this dude, um, I was, I, 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 cause I never, like when people ask, you know, how tall are you or ask tall questions, it's like, you know, whatever, you know, people just do that. It's a weird social thing, but they do it and I don't get mad about it. But there was this, um, my wife and I were visiting our daughter in the NICU, you know, she was born, she went to the, uh, neonatal intensive care unit. She's, you know, thankfully, uh, fine from that experience. It was kind of scary at the time, but she came out healthy and, um, but but it's not a wouldn't exactly call it Disneyland in terms of the demeanor of people who are there. You're visiting kids who are are, are sick and sometimes in, in very bad situations. My wife and I are getting in the elevator to leave uh, the NICU, seeing our daughter and all these wires in her. And there's this other tall guy in the elevator with me. And uh, he, he he was clearly in a joking mood, looks over at me and he's like, well, you're pretty tall. And I just kind of looked at him like, 
Bro, you're tall too. Like you, you experience <laughs> it on the, I know you're, I know you're trying to, you're probably trying to make light. He was coming from the Nick U too. So he's probably trying to make light of a rough, a rough situation, but it, it felt like a, sl- a double slap in the face. Cause it's like, bro, you get the questions from people and you're, and you're doing it to me. It's like, we're not, we're not having a bro moment. <laughs> <laughs> we're the same species. He, he all right. Back a bro moment where there wasn't a bro moment. I, I've been thinking about it since then before. I bet I, he, he betrayed our, our people. Okay. <laughs> I ever catch him on the street. <laughs> I, I, if I ever catch him on the street, I always say that it's good to be tall because when the world floods, the tall people die last. But I mean, I hope he's one of the ones that trips and, and, and ends up with the short I people. I can swim. So trips over what a small person. I, I don't care. Yeah, that's it. It works in theory. So don't try to, yeah. yeah, don't 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 extrapolate it. It works in water theory. for years, man. What the heck? Oh, no, 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 you can't. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to hear. It's called a ladder, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, what if what about the rich people who live in skyscrapers? I don't care. The poor tall people die last. Yeah, think about the tall people on top of the skyscrapers. Nah, it's a pre- no, I won't. I won't have it. I won't have my theory broken or uh, talked out. It's it is how it is. If my daughter is tall and she complains about being tall, I'm gonna say, listen, when the world floods, the tall people die last. You're like, oh my god, dad, you always say that. And I'm like, it's true. Oh my god, dad, I I w- yeah, I won't. I won't ever break that logic. It's how it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sucks. Sorry. Smell farts last. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Have you and Megan thought about like even the next step where like, hey, now things that you probably never thought of, but you did kind of when you get out of school is, hey, I went to a really good high school or that high school was way better than mine. Uh, have you all thought about like, hey, we need to move to this area because this high school or or anything like that or sports or anything? Have you all thought about that at all? Yeah, I mean, we um. We we had a town we were looking to buy a house in, but yeah, it was really that. hard yeah, yeah. to get a house there. They were they were selling really like, I mean it's a it's a hot uh, in Michigan. I, I don't know if I think in the United States in general as well because the economy is doing well. It's a hot uh, housing market. It's, it's a uh, um, uh, seller's market. So if, if you bought a house uh, for a while for a while ago for not that much money, you're making money on it now. Uh, but we tr- we tried to get a we tried a couple of times to get this house in this town that we wanted to get a house in, and. Uh, they, we would go to the open house the first day of the open house and they were like, Hey, this house is going to sell tomorrow. So you need to make an offer. And, and there was one that I, I kind of liked and I called and they're like, all right, there's seven offers. And I was like, well, let's just not make an offer. But we, we ended <laughs> up getting a house. I, I live relatively close to that area and we, we like, I like the house I live in a lot. I mean, I would be cool with it's, you know, good schools. There's in, in the area in general, there's uh, a couple of, good schools like it's it's a the, the mid michigan's pretty good for schools so i i wouldn't be um opposed to her going to school in the the city we live in now or if it was a city uh in the general vicinity uh we moved to a town that's around the area I, w- I would be cool with that there's a lot of good schools in west michigan and we met there and i'd like to live there eventually but my entire family's in mid michigan and actually our friend b dubs gave me some insight into uh, raising kids because I said I was like <laughs> I want to uh, look at houses out uh, where he lives in, in West Michigan uh, because he's not from there and he's like uh, you know I, I really like it out here but if you are thinking about having kids take that into account because we don't have like free babysitters like sometimes my my right. wife and I will just drop our daughter off at my parents house and then we'll go to like Chili's or something like have some drinks yeah, and just not that. do anything because it's nice yeah. to have the break from the uh, the kid as much as we love her. 
Yeah, Chili's. Is yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> what do you do? I had a wild Sunday. With the, no, look, lo, low key. Last time we did it, we uh, well, my I mean, my sister bartends at Chili's, so that's you know, we got the the drink hookup. But oh. uh, last, last time we, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I don't, I don't mean to say it. No, Chili, yeah. Someone from Chili's corporate is watching. Like, what location know. is that? <laughs> um, uh, but <laughs> we uh, we we dropped my her off of my parents. Uh, we went to go grab lunch at this diner place, and then we took like a three hour nap and went back and picked her up. So it was. Like, one of the best Sundays of my recent memory. And, and that's the cool thing about having kids. You appreciate, my life. Yeah, it was like, it was honestly top 12 greatest day of my life. You, you appreciate the small things more, you know, yeah. and, and then you, you have someone else to appreciate them the with. Like uh, one day I'm going to get to show my daughter Star Wars and I've seen Star Wars a million times and maybe she won't like Star Wars, but it'll be her first time seeing it. Not a lot of first time Star Wars viewers out there. Um, so, you know, that's, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, I, I, I like socially. And all of that, I'm like the happiest I've ever been in my life. I hate to brag to you guys, but I, I really, I genuinely dude, I'm, feel that. Way. I'm happy if for I can you. Just get it on the record. <laughs> you can just get it on the record. Thank you, dude. Now, no, seriously, like I think that's part of like life in general. And a lot of people, they're always striving for this life or this life or this life. A lot of people that you see, and I'm not saying this the poor me kind of thing, but um, a lot of people that you see that that look like they have it all don't really have it all. There's a lot of turmoil in their life, and you, you always look into yeah, the glass. Yeah, Instagram lives. Yeah, Instagram life. You're looking through that glass and saying, well, I wish my life was like that, but if you find that you're in some kind of like little hole and you feel like you're happy there and everything around you is working out the way you thought it would work out, then that's life. That's like the happiest a lot of you are going to be. Like, that's real life. That's it. Yeah, real life. Like. Seriously, like, be happy for where you're at right there. Enjoy the moment. Take it in and and cherish it. And tell the people around you that you love them and how much you care for them and stuff like it, that. For sure. You know when I when I first started YouTube when I was like not I was just turned 20 years old. I, I was thinking to myself, uh, like a good life would be getting so famous that I could go to my 10 year high school reunion, which lo and behold we didn't have one because everyone has Facebook now. So why the fuck would you have a reunion? Uh, <laughs> we uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, but Thanks getting that. like so famous and so wealthy that I could go to my 10 year high school reunion and be driving like a really nice car and everyone would be like, wow, that guy is like, that guy's the man. And I didn't even have a bad high school experience. Yeah. But I would just who think, was that like, guy? Yeah. yeah who, who was that, that guy? guy? <laughs> no, I had like a good high school experience even, but I was just like, that's, you know, that that's what a good life would be, quote unquote. Uh, but now as I've, I've gotten older, a good, a good life is just like a happy and a healthy family. Like that's genuinely how I feel. Like I saw, um, someone I follow on Twitter, uh, tweeted, uh, like sometime last year, like, um, it, I, I hope to, to live. I, I just hope that I get to live an extraordinary life. And I, 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 I think I even tweeted back and I was like, do you know how hard it is to even, it's, it's hard to live an ordinary life. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just like you, you, you know, paying bills and uh you'll have you'll have things happen in your life that are that are tough that you got to get through but it's it's extraordinary to just live a normal life and and for if your if your kids grow up and think even if they you know you were poor or whatever the circumstances were if you if your kids grow up and they they don't know that they had a rough life or that you know they had a rougher life than some other people just because their parents uh were able to keep it together and uh, through, throughout all that that's that's a lot harder to i mean an extraordinary life it's that, that's one thing but to even just have the ordinary is tough that's an achievement in and of itself I agree. Like, I didn't know when I was growing up that we were poor. Does that make any sense? Like, we weren't super dirt poor. Yeah, no, but that does make sense. my parents, like, kind of shielded me from that, and they always, like, gave me what I needed, uh, not necessarily what I wanted all the time. And I, when I got the ones, I was very, like, 
uh, appreciative of it. I was like, thank you so much for this, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I didn't know any better. I didn't know that people that went to school with me, that I wasn't wearing Levi jeans. I was wearing Walmart jeans, and they were wearing Levi jeans or whatever jeans that cost 50 bucks, and mine only cost 10 bucks. you know? Like, I didn't know that mm-hmm. that was a thing um really growing up and i look back at pictures i'm like mom you dressed me goofy when i was young but i was like (laughs) i didn't know i really didn't know until i got older and my mom she would spend um money on me like back to school shopping and stuff like that so i would have like two or three outfits that were high dollar i guess you would say like the nike shirts and the uh, Mm uh whatever and so like it always seemed like we had a little bit of money, but at the time we were living in a uh, a, a trailer, a single wide trailer at the time, and no one could tell. And my mom didn't drive the best car in the world, but she kept it clean. And um, I, I don't know, it was just we. I was always at an, under the impression that we were doing okay, and and now I look back, I'm like, dang, my parents were scraping by all the time, paycheck to paycheck. They're not now, but it's. It's just awesome to see that they never let me into that world that I was ever without, you know? Yeah, isn't it funny how the, the, the lens of your childhood looks differently when you're looking at it at, through through that lens as an adult? Like, you're, you're at the time when you're experiencing it, you know, you could, like you say, be poor. And, uh, you know, depending on how your uh, your family addresses the situation and makes the best out of a bad situation if they can, uh, you, you wouldn't know it at the time, but you could look back and say, you know, wow, we were going through some trying times. My parents were probably super stressed, but if your if your parents uh, were able to uh, self sacrifice and and not show you that they were stressed, uh, th- then you wouldn't know it at the time. But you look back, like I, t- I always tell my parents, I feel like I had the best parents in the world, and and they were like, really? I mean, we were there too. We thought we were shit parents, you know? Like we, <laughs> yeah. we you you should have seen us. Like we were like freaking out, and we you know we accidentally let your brother. <laughs> cut the cord on hair clippers one time and he shocked himself and we thought we killed him like <laughs> we're know, like well at least we got another one yeah, oh, God, <laughs> yeah like, God damn it. like they don't they don't grade themselves as well as i do but i, I you don't you, you just filter so much out from from your childhood obviously because you have so much to, to learn and take in that you, you wouldn't remember those little small details that you the adults would get hung up on and that we get hung up on as adults now with other things so yeah that's good i, yeah, I agree there's there's so many um like i not too long ago like when I go back to my hometown, I pretty much just go like straight to my parents' house and then, cause they live like close to an interstate. So I just get off the exit, go to their house and then come back home or whatever. Um, and not too long ago, I drove like through like going towards where I went to school and all this stuff. And I remember like going through there and seeing like these houses of where people lived, like that I rode the bus with or whatever. Like, Oh, that was so and so stop there or whatever. And like, I remember there was one guy that like, his parents had an old school bus out in the yard, and him and his brother lived in there. And I thought that was so cool. Like, oh, you get to live in an old school bus. And then, like, <laughs> you come back and think, like, how how terrible is that? Like, yeah. they had, like, a single-wide trailer, had, like, five kids, but, like, him and his older brother got to live out in a school bus. Like, as a kid, you think that shit's cool. And then, like, like, oh, my God, it's terrible. fucking kid in my class, dude. His yeah. house moves, man. <laughs> or, I mean, theoretically, it could. I don't think it, it could. Does, but, yeah. yeah, the wheels are flat, but it could. <laughs> There's no yeah, we, got, we don't even have wheels on our house, Mom. She's like, what? This, 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 this is not something that normally yeah, kids but, but, yeah, as you're, and, like, I remember going to kids' houses and, like, just thinking about, like, like, as an adult, like, thinking, like, how small that house was that, like, they lived in. And they had, like, you know, three or four brothers and sisters and thinking, like, wow, man, like, they, 
I don't know. It's, it's it, just it, no, it is it is funny the shit you prioritize as a kid. Like I, because right. I, I had a friend that uh, we grew up like pretty. I, I would say poor to start, and then my, my family just like we we got better. I my I have like middle class parents now, like maybe upper middle class, so just because it's you know they started lower. They had us when we were young, and like really from poor to lower middle class and then they worked their way up. But uh, when we were younger, I wasn't living in the, the best neighborhood. And I remember there was a house where the, um, uh, the, like one of the neighbor kids I was friends with, uh, his house was, I mean, if I were to drive by now, I don't know if that house is worth even $25,000, probably foreclosed on or something like it. It was just a really shitty house, but there was a, a hidden room in it. Like, uh, I, like, I don't know if it was supposed to be the, uh, <laughs> the like the, where, some ventilation or somewhere where like people used to hide slaves on the underground railroad or something, but it, there was like this hidden room. So I was like, damn, that's like the coolest fucking house on the block. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I don't know. I don't know why there was a hidden room, but it's, it's, the, the things you would prioritize as a child would not be the same as uh when you're an adult yeah that's crazy that's crazy all right uh d20 you want to get into the like the extra portions the games and stuff yeah man we're gonna get into the game section which is i guess it's kind of games anyway <laughs> um have you listened to any of our podcast if you have i apologize uh not the uh, entire i've never listened to a whole one but the, oh, the start tower is really good Okay, so, um, <laughs> no, but the, uh, the way we do it is we have a couple of uh, little game things where we just ask you questions, and uh, all right. it's kind of just all about you. So the first one that we do with everybody is, uh, it's called, What Are You Digging? So um, I just kind of ask you, like, It's funny you ask, like, I'm playing Minecraft as we're playing this. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Pixel Mario. Joel always, when yeah, we have all, conversations, you know. by the way, is, like, playing Rocket League. He's playing something. He's all, if you hear, like, click, clack, clack in the background, he's always playing I'm something. I'm sorry. I can't just sit. I, I can't. I know. Like, I know. I, I know. Like I said, I'm, I'm a very anxious person. You guys know I'm anxious. I, yeah, I, I have weird. trouble with that. <laughs> all right. So the <laughs> the first one for what are you digging is going to be uh, food. What's something that you're really into right now? Uh, at Anything, I've been experimenting with Mexican cuisine. I love, I, and, but, and before I get into, okay, it's American Mexican cuisine. Like I, I said, like, Taco Bell. someone's like, what's your, yeah, yeah what's your, I go to Taco Bell like, daily. Well, what's, your, what's your favorite Mexican cuisine? Well, you know, I always love a good quesadilla for lunch. Oh, quesadilla's not Mexican food. It's, okay, I get it. Okay, American okay. Mexican cuisine. Okay, okay, for you purists out there. Some Tex yeah, uh, uh, but I, I started making breakfast tacos recently, just like, oh, yeah. like screwing around with the stuff I, I could do there. And this is, this is like some really basic, food stuff nothing super impressive but i i love uh mexican cuisine so uh that's anything uh, i would i would eat like something that's wrapped in a tortilla shell for breakfast lunch and dinner no for sure yeah we did uh we do like breakfast burrito things and we'll do like some of those uh like already shredded um hash browns we'll do like some of those like some scrambled eggs oh to make it a little bit crunchy bacon Mm. yeah 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 oh yeah we did those the other day, so I'm hungry. I did them this morning. Nice. I do it. I'm. I'm gonna make dinner after this. So. <laughs> what are you making? What are you making by the way? I know how to. Uh, grilled chicken. I My got man. a grill for the first time this year because I have a house, so I'm you grilling put, some chicken. Uh, I can't yeah, put dude. it in a uh, tortilla. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not putting it in a tortilla. My, my wife does oh. like to make like burrito bowls out of it though, or, or like oh, some nice. type of just like chicken, and because we make rice too, so uh, oh, the no. next day she'll like more of a chicken rice. That's, bowl. That's the hardest thing for me to make is rice. I like get Uncle Ben's like microwavable rice. Get a rice cooker, dude. We dude, got a I, rice cooker. I, I don't want to like, you, like I use it like every single day because I never eat rice that much. Oh my god, I use it every single day. Yeah, the best really. thing are those Instapot things. We don't love rice. Uh, the Instapots where you can use it like as a pressure cooker, rice cooker, like oh, all the five-in-one type deals. Yeah, yeah, those things are amazing. Like because you can just throw frozen chicken meat in there and like a cup of water and put some seasoning on it and cook it, and it's done in like twenty minutes. And it's 
tender. I should use it. I'm nervous to use a pressure cooker because I know that people, when people make homemade bombs, a pressure cooker is usually involved. Like, no, like, this is, gonna, be on this list. is not really a joke, but I, I don't, I don't want to, whenever I, like, pressure cooker has a negative connotation to me because I know they're used in homemade bombs. Like, so I, 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 I don't, I'm just like, ooh, well, what if I would cook the chicken wrong and then my house explodes? Like, I, I get a little nervous about that, but maybe one day I'll upgrade to a pressure yeah, just cooker. Get right now, the, just get you one of the Instapot things because it has it all built in one, then you don't feel as bad. Yeah. Like, if you go to the store to buy it and you're like, oh man, I had to get all these chemicals at the same time I'm here. Like, people are looking at you strange. Yeah. I know, yeah. yeah. Ask them one of the store places. I can't make a bomb out of this, right? No, but here's, <laughs> here, let me take you to the aisle where you can make a bomb like, Whoa, 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 sir. Sir, how do you no, know no, this? Calm down. Calm down. Oh, yeah, sir. Right. I, I'm just, you're getting scared. You're scaring me. Okay, the next one is, uh, we kind of talked about like what kind of videos you like to watch, but are there any YouTube channels that you're watching right now? Uh, well, what, the one, uh, that my, uh, what wife and we my brother lives here by the way my wife's uh brother but i call him my brother because i've known him since he was young i the brother-in-law's too long to say uh but i just fucking said it uh but we all watch uh every trevor wallace video that he uploads uh, i don't know if you guys know who trevor wallace is but he's like he makes skit videos and he does he uh, actually is he a white dude right now is he a white dude that has yeah, spiky hair Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah, I totally love the crap he does dude he's great yeah dude, I, I I, yeah he just That's uploaded like a uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he did a video. It's been, uh, I mean, he's really blown up this year, but, uh, we saw him last year. So, you know, I'm, I'm not even, uh, I, I don't care that he's blown up this year, dude. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, so I'm one year ago. Uh, but he, he has a, he had a video, uh, recently called like frat, frat guy comes home from, su- for summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like watch a, a frat guy comes yeah. to his parents. I was like, yeah, where, yeah, where's the fucking beer? All this stuff. And yeah. then, uh, the one we've been quoting lately is, uh, he made a video about his love for White Claws, these alcoholic seltzer drinks that have become really popular all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, that are basically like the new Four Locos, except not as alcoholic. They're kind of just like a joke. Uh, and they taste disgusting, by the way. Uh, but he, he made a, like a White Claws love video, like, ain't no laws when you're drinking Claws, baby. Or maybe that was in the frat guy video, but I think it was a separate video. But that's we've just been saying that around the house lately. It's like, ain't no laws when you're drinking Claws, baby. I, I say that maybe once a day. Well, uh, <laughs> yesterday on Twitter, he posted, you know how everybody's doing those knock that the top off. Off of water bottles and stuff like that. With, with crazy I saw stuff. his, yeah. Yeah, and he like flips everybody yeah, off or whatever. Like his vape guy, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right. He, he, it turned into like one of those uh, extreme monster cans and he yeah, yeah. the table and, and he, just he, starts, blows, he yeah. blew vape out of his mouth and he flipped off the camera. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I love so, him. I also love uh, Gus Johnson too. Like uh, Gus Johnson, it, it, he's gotten a lot bigger in the last year too, but he's uh, from Wisconsin, so I I love the Midwest Wisconsin. North Heads. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cool. All right, the next one. What are you digging? Uh, dad moment. So what's a what's a dad moment that you are enjoying uh, right now? Like what's something that she's doing that you're? Oh, I made loving? her. Um, I said this on a little video I uploaded. I made her laugh for the first time. Um, the other day, which was like one, I felt like one of the greatest achievements of my life thus far. It's I first time uh, you've made anyone laugh. So yeah, yeah, first time I ever made. I was like, oh, what, what is that noise you're <laughs> making? Hold on, hold on. It's I'm happening. gonna Google it's it. Happening, honey. It's uh, can happening. Can you do that sound again? I need to Google. <laughs> uh, but I, she was. Um, she was on the couch because, like I said, I get up in the mornings and I, I had sat her on her like little baby seat because she seemed like she was uncomfortable because I've been holding her for a while in the morning. And I sat her on a little baby seat and she was still kind of like fuzzing. And I was like, "Well, let me give her a hug or something." Like I, I don't know, whatever you do as a parent to think that you think you're going to help. Oh, oh, she just clearly wants a, a side hug. So I, I, <laughs> I, I awkwardly with yeah, awkward side hug is what she's looking for right now. That's what she's yearning for. Uh, so with, with my gangly body, I, I get on this. Couch, and I'm kind of like on the half on the edge on the of edge of the couch, half like trying to hug her, and uh, I 
fall, obviously, because clumsy. And uh, I, I actually kind of hurt myself. I landed right on my shoulder and <laughs> on our wood floor. And she was like, <laughs> and I looked up and she had like a half smile still. I was like, oh, sick, dude, I made you laugh. Oh, I, I, and I wasn't even trying to. I hurt myself. But I, I got so excited. I, I ran in and woke up Megan and she was like, please leave the room. I was up with a kid last night. Please stop. Uh, but I was uh, I was so excited, so I had to. Um, but yeah, that that was a dad moment I was digging. And I can I give you a, a bad dad moment because that's what I thought you were gonna ask oh, for sure. For it oh, first. No, go ahead. I go ahead. the the first time I changed her diaper, legit the first time I got a projectile shitted on because I was being like really oh, nice. casual about it. Nice. Yeah. Because I, I I was like, oh I'm you know I I want to be a dad like I'm gonna be th- this dad stuff. It can't be that hard, you know. I'm I'm a cool dad or whatever. And I was like changing her diaper, like watching TV, po- posing for selfies. So yeah, yeah, posing <laughs> for selfies, like first diaper, you know. What's up, dad? And then I was, so I was not going fast enough. I was not taking the the task seriously enough. And she was just like, "Oh, really? Is that how it's gonna be?" And just right all over. And I I let out a yelp, like a like a scared dog. I, I didn't know that I could emit this sound. And Megan walked into the room as it happened and looked at me covered in uh, shit and just laughed. So, uh, that was a good. That was a, a. I got the lessons out first, so that was nice. All right, so the last one on what are you digging? Um, you like to listen to a lot of different kinds of music and keep up with, you know, new people that are coming out. But what's uh, what's some new songs that you're listening to? Oh, uh, let me open up my Spotify, and I can. Oh, I always oh. I try to rotate. Not songs. sponsored, by the way. <clears throat> not spotted. Uh, not sponsored. Not spotted. Uh, not spotted. Not spotified. Um, I, I kind of rotate songs in and out. Uh, in terms of like new artists. Well, De- uh, there's this artist, uh, Denzel Curry. He, ca- he came out with one of my favorite albums. It was either 2018 or 20, it might have been 2017, but I'm pretty sure it was last year called Taboo. And, uh, he came out with an album this year called Zoo, uh, that I really like. I had a couple of his songs on my playlist. Uh, YBN Corday just put out a really good song with Chance the Rapper called Bad Idea. It sounds like some old kind of nappy root stuff, if you guys remember that from growing oh, up. Oh, no, hell uh, no. I really like the beat on that. Uh, hell no. Hey, y'all done up and done it. <laughs> um, so I try, I try to like mix in, like, stuff from smaller artists like there's this song called cigarettes on patios by baby jake i've been listening to a lot uh apollo local artist signed into the spectators collective just released an album i've been listening to a lot of songs from that and uh what else i don't know uh, some some like big stuff like uh j cole's record label just released an album and uh he put out an album with young or he put out a song with uh j uh travis scott and young thug called the london that i've been listening to a lot this summer so i don't know a mix i try to do uh an eclectic mix of stuff i like people to be impressed when they listen to my uh when i get the aux cord i want people to say wow he should always have the aux <laughs> cord based on <laughs> yeah. these choices yeah. why do we give it to anyone else why does anybody else have the aux cord when we have a purist in the car every song he has is a banger i've <laughs> never heard of this artist and yet banger yeah banger after banger. that's goals all right the next uh little game thing that we're going to get into is called headlines and basically, we've just got a few headlines, things. I feel like you're, you know, you keep up with the news and things like that. So we're just kind of mm-hmm. uh, discussion on a few different things that are happening in the news. So the first one, um, I don't know exactly. I guess it happened. Um, I guess it was the Fourth of July that it happened in Tempe, Arizona. Um, so there were some officers that were asked to leave a Starbucks after one of the people at the store told um, the people working at Starbucks that they felt uncomfortable because there were so many policemen in that Starbucks. And so they asked them to leave, and apparently it's caused an uproar. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so what are your thoughts on this? I mean, they were paying customers. The officers came in before they were going on duty or something like that, July 4th. Mm-hmm. They all bought some Starbucks, and they were standing around talking. And apparently someone was 
um, upset that there was yeah they uh, felt threatened is I think what they said because they, yeah, were so, they the, felt unsafe that somebody saw the headline there. from this but I didn't I didn't read into the the, the full story you know I, I mean that's a lot of news stories on nowadays oh, yeah. like I, I don't tweet out my opinion of it because I if I don't read the full story I can't I don't feel like I can have an opinion but I did opinions I did see the headline canceled. I didn't yeah. I didn't get the the full yeah opinions are canceled in 2019 yeah. uh, but I mean I I. I I don't know why the the Starbucks and well, first of all, very brave Starbucks employee to walk up to some police officers and be right, like, so "Hey, I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I got a, a venti mochaccino and you have a gun. Please leave my establishment." Yeah, right. Uh, but I, I don't I, I don't know why uh, unless they were unless we have the full context of like the the officers were being like unruly, which I you know why why would they be waving I don't know. their guns they, around? Or yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what. Like, I, how are you unsafe with six officers? And there's here, cameras like in there. Like that's what. Whenever there's a situation like this, I always think like whatever's on the camera. Like is that manager? Uh, I want to know if if the manager of that Starbucks is in a in a rush to show the news people what what happened on the cameras and what the officers looked like. Uh, because you know it'd be one thing if they're throwing chairs around. I don't think they were. Um, but I'd, I'd like to see, you know, the footage and, and see if if, if right. people were, you know, just were in the world existing, what, doing their know? jobs like a lot of people do. I right. I fucking and th- I hate this on airplanes too. I hate when people are in a public space and they, you know, this space has to conform to me to make me comfortable. It's I like hate you, that. So go much, to your. Dude. That's what. It, yeah, it's called a fucking house. Like go to <laughs> your. If, if you yeah, if you're uncomfortable in public, you know what you can do? Leave the public. That, that's that's <laughs> probably the best else. option. And I mean, I don't work at, I, you know, working in public service fucking sucks and you got to deal with people that are idiots and you roll your eyes a a million times a day. Yeah. But I, I would, I would, if I was in any position to be able to do it, I, if I was that Starbucks employee, I would be like, well, you know where there's not police officers, as long as you're not breaking the law, your house. So that, that would be a good place for you to go right now. But I don't, I guess, (laughs) yeah, but I, maybe my opinion could change with the context of the situation, but I don't see how it could be any other way. Yeah. I, I mean, I just wonder if it's like, you know how society is like, oh, the policemen are just going to shoot me because I'm in public. Like, people have the dumbest perceptions about stuff. And yeah, so, and, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, and, right. and there are, yeah, there are places people grow up where, I, you know, there's reasons to distrust the police, certainly. And I I, I can't, you know, I, I always want to be sensitive to that. But, that, you know, at the same time, when you know, when there's... When there's shit going down, the police are normally the people that you, you call, and that's you know for a reason. So I, I, I hope that people would uh, respect that. All right, our next headline is about equal pay for women's soccer. So with the women winning the World Cup, um, a lot of people are tweeting about this, talking about how they deserve to get paid as much as the men. And obviously they made more money in the World Cup than the men because the men weren't in the World Cup. But <laughs> mm. the... Uh, um, so some of the statistic stuff that I was looking at is from um, this is going back to the last World Cup. Um, the men's World Cup made roughly six billion dollars, whereas the one in the U.S. made or the one in Canada, the last one before this one, was like seventy three million for women's World Cup. So that's obviously a huge difference and. As far as the payout goes from the money made from the World Cup, the women, or 13% of that $73 million went to the players, whereas on the men's side, only 9%. So technically, the men are making less money of the income, but I don't know. So what are your thoughts on... Well, I mean, it was like what we talked about earlier. Like, I, I dislike when people spend people's money for them. It's like, I, I mean... <laughs> Again, in, in theory, 
uh, like, obviously the women should get paid. I mean, based on the success, they should get paid more than the men. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I don't think anyone could question that. It's just that, that it's like, all right, well then, is it your money? Like, are you paying them? Like, the, I see people on Twitter is like, you know, uh, they, they should be paid more. And I, I guess I don't know. I, I'm kind of wondering just, I, I obviously agree wholeheartedly with the, with the sentiment, but I'm wondering in practical terms how that works. Like, yeah, uh, I would want to so see if just, I mean, where does the money come from? Like yeah, money is a, is a right, tangible yeah. thing. It doesn't just yeah. come out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give them more money. I want to yeah, see. Oh, do you just give them more money from where? Like, it, I don't know. It, if they're being uh, withheld from having money, if it's being tossed in some other direction. Um, but if it's not there, then how do we pay people like you're saying, Joel, from dirt like i don't we don't just grow money uh, out of nowhere but if there's a lot of money that they're not getting because it's being withheld from them then uh mm-hmm. yeah i definitely agree with that but um i think like anything you can't say that um i don't know men that play hockey and men that play basketball should get paid the same because they're two different revenues like that's whole different different it's just different nba players make a lot more than hockey players because there's a there's a bigger market for nba than there is for hockey and so it's just the money just doesn't grow on trees and no matter what the sex i feel like if the money's there yeah we should pay them but i get it's the same sport but it's not the same sport because if it's the same sport they'd be playing together so there's women's um soccer and there's men's soccer so i know it sucks and i know everybody's up in arms about it a little bit but if we're paying the most that we can pay them then then uh i'm satisfied with what's going on and same for men if it was vice versa i'd be happy with that too if men aren't bringing in the money uh for whatever reason then yeah don't pay them as much because they don't they're not bringing in the money that's just how it works you're not gonna pay I'm really, somebody. I'm really torn on it. Yeah, because I, I like, I like no one. I, I just don't. Like, who disagrees with with the sentiment? But the right. from yeah. a from a, a sense of like, all right, what are the steps? It kind of just feels like something to to yell on Twitter that everyone is. In a, I mean, it's kind of hard to disagree with it just based on the results. Obviously, like I, I don't know who who would disagree with the sentiment, but just from a uh from from a practical sense, like like you said, I mean, it's it, when money is generated by a particular sport, regardless of uh, a gender, you know, that these the players make more uh, money and the, like the more eyeballs you get and the more um, things you can sell with sponsorships. I'm sure a lot of male tennis players would love to make as much money as Serena Williams does. Uh, like it, I just it's hard to take that the sex thing out of it because I, I, I don't want to like, you know, I hate coming off as like it, it, when it, you can be related to being sexist because I like I saw my wife get birth and I was just when I did that I was like damn women are like a, a million times she's, better than men I was like every uh, <laughs> every man I've ever met myself included is a fucking bitch like I like that's so that, I don't know I'm like I I'm not in the god. mindset to want to disagree with it but there's like a practical side of it I thank god every day that I'm not a woman because they go through so much shit that we don't have to we have it easy oh, okay. god we have it no, easy. men have it yeah they, and there should be no yeah and yeah there, there should be no disagreement agreement about it but i don't know <laughs> well another another part of it is though like a lot of people that are tweeting out stuff are looking at it like from the u.s level like obviously from the u.s level it makes sense that our women's team is more successful than our men's team so it makes sense in that way to think oh well they should make as much as the men or whatever but like for the world as far as the world cup goes i think it goes like i think it's set up like top to bottom kind of thing like it's you know, it's worldwide. It's not just oh, your team's it's better, worldwide. right? So, and then another thing is, um, 
like some of the other stuff that people were well one lady was saying that the women need to make twice as much as the as the men make which again that doesn't make sense that's just people tweeting stuff but, well i hope she's rich she could pay it to him yeah yeah she can go ahead and pay it but um <laughs> in uh another thing i saw though in the last three years that the women's team has generated more money than the u.s t- uh, men's team have um i mean it's like right at the same amount like it's yeah, I think it was like 50 million to 49 million or something like that. So it is pretty close as far as that, like as far as men's versus women's. And let's see what else it said. Like the women make like $15,000 for making the team. So you get like 15000 if you make the mm-hmm. national team. Whereas men make anywhere in 2014, it was fifty or 55000 And then 2018, it went up to 68000 while the women stayed at 15000 so, I mean, if, some of these things, like... Yeah, if there is a gap where it could, it, like, obviously, like, just taking, right. the, taking the gender part out of it entirely, if there's, if, if there's one entity that's making the same amount of money or relatively close to the same amount of money as another entity, and, and one is uh, not getting paid the same, that's obviously unfair. Um, right. And it, it, that, that should be uh, righted in, in any way it can be, whether that's, I don't know if that's a FIFA thing or if that's uh, an ownership thing. Uh, but, yeah, obviously that should not be how it is if that, yeah if i mean i like think that. they should be paid more but again it's i mean because they're women are making about five thousand dollars a match whereas men are making thirteen thousand and that's just like an average but you have people like um morgan and some of those that you know probably more people in the u.s would be able to recognize alex morgan versus some of the guys on the on the, the guys team, team. yeah yeah so exactly. i think and she uh, makes like, a lot of her, too because of that Right. I mean, if you're watching the World Cup, like every commercial is either like her or somebody else, uh, Rapino or somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all the commercials were all that stuff. And of course, that was World Cup, so it's more geared to it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you see them a lot more um, and all that stuff. And speaking of that, uh, there's some more stuff from uh, Morgan. She was saying like how there's a double standard, like that. Um, the women are seen like they have to be role models. They have to do everything like perfect, whereas the guys just kind of like do their own thing and are all worried about themselves kind of stuff. And was that after the tea, the tea celebration or whatever? Yeah, I'm sure it had something to do with that, which I thought that was stupid as well. At first, I thought she was like smoking a J. I didn't know what she was doing. Like, I was like, I, what kind of celebration? I, I didn't see it in the moment, but it certainly doesn't look like Oh, that Apparently was what we, yeah, just something to yell about tea. on Twitter for five minutes. Right, yeah, but it, it makes, I don't know, it just makes no sense. Like, what are you worried about? And she was saying, like, that, uh, you know, her celebration and then the men are, like, sitting there grabbing themselves and stuff after the after they score or something like that. And she's like, it's a double standard. Like, people care more what I do when I score than... Well, I, than I do things. I do agree with, I mean, I obviously... I. I can't uh, relate to it on a, a personal level and uh, like uh, but i like that you you see that in politics too where um it feels there there is just an innate sexism it feels like if a if a man interrupts a woman let's say in a political debate it doesn't sound as grating to the ears as if a woman interrupts a man there's just there's been studies done about that in in, in uh post-debate type deals where where it's there there is like uh this social I don't know if it, I guess it's just a kind of a social construct uh, where 
you you would expect a, a woman to be like prim and proper or what for whatever reason based on history and society and all this these things uh and and like the the men aren't held to that same standard and i i mean i agree that is unfair and i i hope uh that people like alex morgan you know continue to speak up about that and continue to point that out and then intellectuals people who think with their brains can uh, uh certainly agree with that sentiment and then the people on Twitter can either disagree. <laughs> Not or intellectuals. Or... We call them Twitter users. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Let me yeah. check my feed. Okay. <laughs> I got to check it out. All right. So uh, our last headline is uh, talking about Disney coming to life. So Disney is making a lot of video or movies into uh, like real life videos. So we've seen like Aladdin came out and then uh, Lion King's about to come out. And then they just dropped a um, thing for Mulan. Is going to be a live action movie. So, what are your thoughts on these? Uh, well, my thoughts are: I'd love to be related to Walt Disney. Right. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I'd, I'd, I'd love to be his great great grandson. Uh, I have yeah. enough money to buy the moon one day. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that, that the amount of money that company produces is insane. They and then they all just the right over and over. Like, don't they? They make all the Dude, right yeah. moves all they every have, single time. But literally. Uh, yeah, and I mean, it helps to have uh, every dollar and penny in the world to be able to purchase things. And uh, like, like they have bought Star been, Wars yeah. for four billion dollars. It yeah. was a fucking steal. I, I right? Mean, the, 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 it was. Yeah, uh, they're, they're making that. They made that back in what, like two movies, and then they're they're merchandising, and they they have Star Wars Land at every Disney resort now, and they have a Star Wars television show in the work, and they have three movies already lined up with writers and casting people. It's it. Uh, I, I mean. I, anything, when I hear anything Disney, I, I'm just like, I, I, that company is gonna live forever. Like, they're gonna come out with that streaming service, and I hate all these streaming services that are coming out. Like, it's not Netflix anymore, now it's Netflix, now it's CBS All Access, now it's Hulu. But the Disney one is gonna make money hand over fist. And they said they were starting at $6 too, which is a genius play, cause the only way these streaming companies can make money is if they keep scaling, they, they keep it reinvesting into content, and then they keep scaling up the cost, uh, uh per month per user. Um, and so they're going to start really cheap because they, you know, they're able to start really cheap because they have a, bill, a gazillion dollars behind it anyway. And they're going to make a right. gazillion more dollars because anyone with a, a child under the age of 13 in their home has to have uh, the Disney streaming service so their kid can watch Frozen. So I yeah, watch Frozen 2, by the way, coming out by the way, by the way. Frozen 2 coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got to have it for that. You gotta have, they're going to have it. I'm sure they'll have the stream service ready in time for the release. So it's, uh, yeah, I, I mean. Well, well, I don't even remember the original Disney thing we were talking about. I just heard. Oh, Disney. we're just talking about how they're making, they're remaking all the movies into like live action mm-hmm. kind of movies. I like some of them, from... like Jungle Book. I didn't like at all. I'm, I'm really excited about Lion King and um, yeah, I, uh, the remake I of Aladdin. I do like that they have like all the same music and things like that. That you know, kind of bring back the nostalgia of the the you know people our age going back to watch it. And then it also has you know some kids. You know, may have never even seen Aladdin or never seen Lion King or whatever until they go and see these new ones, and so it all seems new to them, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It is. I wonder what the. I, I mean, I wonder when they kind of run out of their catalog because they've done this year alone. They did Dumbo and Aladdin and The Lion King, and I, I mean, Disney has some of the most iconic movies of all time. But you know, when are we? <laughs> Uh, when when are we getting down to to like uh, you know Sleeping Beauty coming out anytime soon? Is like, like some of the some of the the ones that's like you know I I, I used to like Anastasia, that was a Disney <laughs> movie that I'm sure no one's yeah. ever heard of. Like I, I, is it. that going to be out in two years? Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I wonder how. I, but but of course I'm sure they have the uh, some whiteboard in some secret office with their next uh, ten years planned of how they all become 
go from billionaires to gazillionaires. So. Right, yeah. They're like, we're going to turn around. Let's just, uh, you know, yeah. go 20 years in the past and just yeah, start Well, you know, there's going to be a live action Coco someday, I'm sure. Or like a live action Frozen, probably. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, this see is so frozen the, the new catalog you could do, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just going to keep, keep making money. But speaking of making money, we're going to let you, um, take over these last few minutes and just promote anything that you want to make, uh, known to anyone. Making chicken. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can tell, uh, you can just walk us through that. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just give the recipe. Uh, no, I mean, if anyone wants to, to catch me, I've been on the, the daily streaming grind, uh, fb.gg slash nobody epic. If, if you want to hang out there and I did, I posted, uh, a YouTube video on my channel, Nobody Epic, recently. I don't know how much I'm going to post in the future. I mean, like I said, I haven't been like a full-time YouTuber since 2013, I feel like, because I've made money outside of YouTube mostly since that time. So uh, I'd, I'd love to, to do that more going forward, but I, I'm beyond the point where I would make any promises about it. So the, the, the streaming thing is the, the solid for right now, and then I guess we'll see where we go from there. Awesome, dude. Well, Joe, listen, mm-hmm. you're one of the, my favorite people to talk to. I think we have so much, so many things in common. And I could literally talk to you for like another three hours about podcasts and all this other stuff and what's going on in the world today. And I think D20 the same. Um, I just miss you, man. I, I wish you were around more, but I know real life kicked you in the face and, and said, Hey, man, you got to take care of what you got to take care of. But I'm so proud of you and Megan and uh, your new life that y'all Thank you, man. started with. Uh, I know I was there at your wedding and from that day, y'all have been, uh, amazing couple, married couple, and having a kid now bringing it into the world. And I know you're going to be great parents, dude. If you ever need anything from D20 and I, we're always here, man. We can talk about real life stuff. We always are here for you, brother. You know that. So I feel like you don't use this as a reference as much as you should, but I love well, you. I do. Well, whenever people ask, uh, like my relationship with you guys, I always say they're, they're like my older brothers. So that's why I, I do say that. <laughs> I've said that publicly before. To, if I die and someone wants to know the relationship, I've said it publicly, not just here, uh, other places, but also here. <laughs> Well, I'm glad yeah, you're back in the so. fold and, and playing uh, games with this dude. We love you, man. Yeah, appreciate you. Thanks, guys. All right, see you. All right, guys, that's going to do it for another GFY podcast. Enjoyed having you guys with us. If you would like to support the GFY podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash podcast slash support, and you can support D4 and myself as we continue to bring you guys these great GFY podcasts. If there's someone you'd like to hear on the podcast or see if you're watching on YouTube, then go to Twitter at PodcastGFY and let us know who you'd like to see or hear on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.